What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of the Happy Hour Sports Betting Show. I am your host, Ricky Valero. We did mention last week that we would not be live this week, but after my good friend Clarkson decided to sweep the board from 6-0, I knew he would need a moment live on the air to just brag about it, so I got back from vacation. We are here live this morning to talk about all of our bets. Like I said, I'm joined by my partner. Mr. Clarkson, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great this morning, Ricky. How about you? I, I'm doing good, man. I <clears> just it's a beautiful, crisp Saturday morning here in Nashville, Tennessee. We got some good coffee brewed. Got a lot of football to watch today, a lot of football to watch tomorrow. And I'm just excited to talk about a good week of sports betting. <laughs> Exactly, man. It's I love it. It's great. I'm excited. Um, it was it was a much needed bounce back week for you. Um, we know it's early in the season. It was it was a little bit of a struggle, but overall for the week we did pretty solid. We went nine two and one. Um, it was a hell of a week for us betting all together. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, a lot of that nine two and one was your six and zero, oh, which I'll break down my picks here in just a few minutes. But it's nice. Uh, when you're in a little bit of a slump, you come out swinging, you know what I mean? And it was crazy because some of those bets were going back and forth and it was really like kind of yeah. scary at some points. But uh, I really enjoyed um, the victory for you this week. I, I struggled not being able to bet as I was on a cruise ship and, you know, you couldn't bet at all. Uh, sadly, um, my gambling habits only had to be me at the roulette table. You know, <laughs> I sat at a roulette table for an hour and a half and lost 30 bucks that I got for free from the cruise. So I can't be mad about that, but I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to win some money this week and hopefully win each of you some money as well. So without further ado, Clarkson, let's recap the big six and a week for us here, man. Uh, want to start off by saying, dude, Throwing L's except their W's dot GIF right now. W, 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 W. Browns plus four and a half. That was my lock. Two units. That hit. Uh, Falcons plus ten and a half. That was a win. They, uh, they It was a little touch and go there. They scored a couple touchdowns in the fourth quarter against the Bucs. Um, they are now 5-0 and against the spread. 
so they're the only undefeated team still against the spread in the NFL this year. Uh, Jets plus four and a half. I made the comment that uh, Miami looked very average with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback, and then he went out and got hurt. I'm pretty sure he's still in concussion protocol. So uh, rookie seventh rounder Skylar Thompson came in and just – it wasn't a Tom Brady moment. I'll give I'll, – I'll just say that. Uh, Nick Chubb over 99.5 rushing plus receiving yards. By the time the game started, that number had gone up to 105.5, and, and he still blew past that number. Um, so that's uh, – he's undef- – he, he's hit – his over rushing receiving yards prop five straight weeks to start the season. The other one I was worried about, or sorry, no, this one I wasn't worried about McCaffrey over four and a half receptions. I think he'd hit that by the, like maybe before halfway through the third quarter. So that one wasn't even a sweat. And then the other bet, my last bet was Dallas Los Angeles Rams under 44 and a half. This one I was worried about there in the first half, they got, I think it was what, like fourteen to ten at halftime or something like that, and I was like, "Oh, well, there goes there goes six and zero. You know what? Five and one's going to be all right. Let's we're not going to get upset about it." And then they just stopped scoring points. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy because as we were sitting there talking, I mean, most of you know if you got a buddy that you bet with or you talk a lot, you know, we're sitting here back and forth and we're going. And again, I'm on a cruise, so basically my ESPN updates for the most part are trying to refresh ESPN or Yahoo on a cruise where the Wi-Fi service is, uh, you know, subpar at best. And then Clarkson just giving me the updates here. (laughs) You know, that's how I was keeping track with football. But um, great week for him. For me, it was a 3-2-1 and week. Um, The Cardinals covered that plus seven, which I said that I felt like that game was going to be a lot more competitive than people thought it was going to be. I ended up being right about that, so that felt good. The Steelers over one and a half touchdowns. This team had the ball in the red zone, I think, four different times against the Bills and just could not score. The Bills are that good. I understand that, but one and a half touchdowns. Come on, guys. Um, <laughs> like, like, come on. Like Aaron Rodgers over one and a half touchdowns. I think that was one of the easiest bets I've ever had in my entire existence. Um, I think he had that at the end, uh, at the beginning of the second quarter, I think it was. I was crazy yeah. because going in out of the London games, I was 2-0. and I felt really good and then just... Everything went downhill from there. Dobbs over 18 and a half for his longest reception. I think he had two catches in the game. One was for like 22 yards, and then he just – First catch of the game. First catch of his – exactly. And then it was just (laughs) downhill from there, um, which is great. Um, Trevor Lawrence over one and a half touchdowns really let me down. Um, He didn't even throw one touchdown, so that was pretty (laughs) good. (laughs) <laughs> against a Texans team that I just don't even know how to feel about. One week, that they're game, like them. That game crazy. deserved to be on Thursday Night Football. It really did. And then my final bet, which I'm very upset about my final bet. I would have went 4-2 um, and two this week had I just stuck with my Seahawks 7.5 bet, right? I had the Seahawks plus 7.5. And, and I was like, you know what? I feel so strongly about the Seahawks. The line had shifted down a little bit. I went to Seahawks plus 7. And then, of course, it just ended up breaking even, which I'm okay with because it's not a loss. But I just really felt strongly for this about the Seahawks, and then Taysom Hill decided to score 62 <laughs> touchdowns, which I don't understand. But um, overall, the season we are back up strong here. We're at 2016 and two on the season, which is very strong. Um, you know, a huge bounce back bounce back week for us, putting us in that plus. We're up five units, and on top of that. 
If you follow us on Twitter, we're already 1-0 on the week, as Clarkson suggested to, that we bet the under on the Bears and Commanders game, which has set football back about 150 years again. <laughs> uh, after not being able to really watch live football for a whole week to come home, I still have not watched live football yet. I'm waiting for maybe later today or even Sunday to actually watch live football because that game was not football. But um, So we're up to a strong unit already for the week, so that's great to hear. And, of course, now we're going to break down our week six picks. Like we do each and every week, we go back and forth one pick at a time and break down why we're, we're throwing this bet down. So without further ado, Clarkson, we'll let you at the floor with your first pick. Before I get into my first pick, Uh-oh. I, I did a same-game parlay on that Bears-Commanders game. Very easy, very easy game. Everything hit except for two picks, which was Bears over six and a half points in the first half and Bears over one and a half touchdowns. If Justin Fields converts one of the two first down and goals at the one-yard line, the entire bet hits. And it went interception the first drive he had in within the five-yard line. And the second drive, they went run, run, pass, pass, four downs within the one-yard line and did not get in the end zone. That game was awful. I love Thursday night football now. I love watching awful football. It's hilarious to me, but that really pissed me off. I agree with you. Let me stop you. Everybody has complained (laughs) about Thursday night football, and it's so borderline bad that it's fun to watch. Like, it it really is. Like, yesterday on the podcast, we broke down what next week has in store for us. Let's see here. Next week, we have New Orleans at Arizona. Um, (laughs) The week after that, we have Baltimore-Tampa Bay, which could be a good game. But both of those teams have not looked exactly great. Um, But after that, we have Philadelphia-Houston, Atlanta-Carolina, Tennessee-Green Bay, um, we have a couple of good games on Thanksgiving. Um, and then after that, Prime has Buffalo, New England, which could be good. Las Vegas versus Los Angeles. Okay. San Francisco, Seattle. But then Jacksonville and the Jets. And then Dallas versus Tennessee. So they have a couple of good ones on the back half of the schedule. But this first half, I kind of this isn't what Jeff Bezos paid $13 billion for. No. I mean, there's so many good jokes right now <laughs> on Twitter. There's so many good jokes on Twitter right now about um, Amazon, you know. No return policies. The you know, <laughs> it didn't take long for them to see how disgruntled uh, employees were in the NFL. It's just like so many, so many good ones. All right, Clarkson, you back on the floor, man, my man. What do you got for us? So my my first bet of the week. Um, I'm looking at the New England Patriots Cleveland Browns game uh, under 21 and a half first half. Um, I think this game is going to be a slog. The I love Nick Chubb and what he's doing. He's the best. Seems looks like the best back in the NFL right now. But both of these defenses are are, are pretty good. The Patriots are really good against the run. I just don't think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. I'll flip back and forth between the total under and the first half under. I just don't. I think if they are, if there is going to be points in this game, it's going to be coming in the second half. Um, yeah, give me that first half under 21 and a half points for New England and Cleveland. 
I like that. Uh, I'm going to go back to a bet that I bet last week. There's a little bit of juice on it. So, I mean, obviously, if you bet a dollar, however you bet your units, um, it's basically 55 cents on the dollar right now. But Aaron Rodgers is over one and a half touchdown passes. Um, it's at minus 180. I don't love it that being that high. We don't like to try to aim that high. But when you're trying to get 55 cents on a dollar, you really can't help but go into that well and, and, and put a solid unit on it because he's hit this now four straight games since uh, week one. Uh, with his zero touchdowns, he's finding rhythm with his receivers. I like it a lot. And, and whether I don't really care, you know, if they lose, win, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? At this point, I just want them to throw those two touchdown passes, which I mean, against this Jets team, which I'm rooting for the Jets. Like I'm actively rooting each week for the Jets because we <laughs> love the Jets on this podcast. Um, you know, surprisingly, I we, neither one of us have a Jets um, bet this week. Um, but uh, with that being said, I'm excited to see that because I think Aaron Rodgers hits this one and a half touchdowns with ease this week. So I like Aaron Rodgers over one and a half touchdown passes. Um, what about you, Clarkson, for your second pick? My next bet, um, it's the only part of the Rams offense that I will even touch. Um, you know, the, they have no running game. Matt Stafford has looked average coming off that Super Bowl. Uh, but he is feeding Cooper Cup week in and week out. Unbelievably. So my next bet is Cooper Cup over seven and a half receptions. He's had at least seven catches in four out of five games and 11 or more in three of those. Um, he's the only guy that, that Matt Stafford is even looking at right now. So that, that number – over seven and a half is at minus one thirty-five right now. Uh, I think that's a pretty easy bet. I think that you know, you know, Cooper Cup is the only fantasy relevant player on the Rams right now. So, so give me Cup over seven and a half receptions. It's funny to me because, like, I looked at the, I was looking at it while you were talking, and I was looking at Higby because I was like, you know, Higby's has become a, a decent number two option on that offense, but even his number is at five and a half, and I wouldn't bet that because I have no confidence. And like, if that number was right around maybe two and a half, three and a half, like where, uh, where I like, it's crazy to me. Allen Robinson's at over two and a half catches, like over two and a half, like only two and a half. Like that's all he has yeah. to do. It's at minus 160. And it's crazy to me that his number is that low, right? You know what I mean? Like that to me is just an astronomical figure. It's just that offense has just looked like dog shit. Like it coming off that big Super Bowl win. Um, they can't run the ball. And Akers, I think what favors you as well is, as we talked about before we got on the air, I didn't realize that Akers was not playing this week. Yep. So um, He's out for personal reasons. Yeah, so that's even that's even more crazy to to even think about. But um, and I saw somebody compare this situation with Acres to Todd Gurley when McVeigh first got to Los or St. Louis and now Los Angeles. Um, it's just it's it's a weird situation. I don't know what's going on. You know, Acres looks so good as a rookie. Came back after that torn Achilles very quick, and he's just. I don't know. I mean, he looked his best weird, last week. You know what I mean? Like, he looked his best last week. It's just a week. weird, weird situation yeah. in Los Angeles for, for Cam Akers. Yeah, I think I'm sure it's got to be doing something with his playtime. I th- I'm sure Akers thought that he'd probably be more of the bell cow by now. I think we all thought that he would be more yeah. of the bell cow by now. But, um, 
Transitioning over to my next pick, I've got the Vikings over two and a half touchdown passes. If I was going to rating on a scale of one to 10 of all my picks, this might be the pick that I'm kind of scared of, but I feel like this is a no-brainer based on simple facts. Um, the Vikings have scored four touchdowns in three straight games. They're taking on a Dolphins team that Clarkson mentioned earlier that is just reeling. They've given up 67 points in the last two games. And you got to remember, they just put up 40. The Jets just put up 40 on this team, and the Vikings are playing really good football. Um, the Vikings have a strong chance at winning this division, which is impressive to me. Let me stop you. You said over two and a half touchdown touchdown passes. Pass. Sorry, over two touchdown touchdowns, two and a half touchdowns. My apologies. Yeah, yeah. I have it written down on my screen for some reason as passes. I need to like delete that. Vikings over two and a half touchdowns versus the Dolphins. I apologize. Thank you for clarifying that for those at home. Um, they'd be like, no, that was an L, buddy. You said two and a half touchdown passes. <laughs> Kirk and Cousins, the- six picks and no <laughs> touchdown passes. <laughs> exactly. His, actually, his I, it's funny because I almost, I think that's probably why it says passes because I almost went Cousins over one and a half touchdowns because it's only minus 140. But give me the touchdown. So give me the Vikings over two and a half touchdowns scored total. Yeah. versus the Dolphins there. I like it a lot. The Dolphins are just reeling right now. And I don't – and Skylar Thompson looks to be starting this week. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think Teddy's still in concussion protocol. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, give me them. Uh, that two-and-a-half touchdowns all day, every day. For my next pick, I'm hopping on this bandwagon very late in the season. Dude's looked absolutely electric. He's making Pete Carroll look like a fucking genius. Geno Smith over one and a half touchdown passes. He's hit four out of five. He's hit, had at least two touchdown passes in four out of five weeks. Uh, Yeah. I I mean, who would have thought that the Seahawks came out better with a better quarterback from the trade of uh, Russell Wilson to Denver? Um, I know, I know Drew Locke was a quarterback that came back in that trade, but still, I mean, Geno Smith looks like a completely different quarterback than he's ever looked in the entirety of his NFL career. Um, but yeah, Geno Smith over one and a half t- touchdown passes is at minus 155 right now. So the odds are a little high, but that's probably because he's hit, he has hit that four out of five weeks. But, uh, I don't know. This is probably the, uh, the come back to earth week for him, you know, Coming off of a six and a week for me, I'm sure this will be the one of the bets that I don't hit. But I love me some Geno Smith right now. Um, over one and a half touchdown passes. Awesome, I love Seahawks it. Nation. Let's rock! I love it a lot. <laughs> All right, so my <laughs> so um, my third bet of the week is going with a Baltimore Ravens team that has looked very good in the first half each week of the season. Last week was the only week they tied with the Bengals uh, at the half at 10, um, but they have won every other first half this year. Um, I like them to do the same this week against a Giants team that is overachieving like a mother. Um, <laughs> but give me the Ravens minus one and a half first half against the Giants. Like I said, the Ravens have been playing good first half of football throughout the entire season um i just don't believe this giants team is good at all and the ravens can score hey, points and four and one is four and one man hey go fuck yourself um, <laughs> i like i like the ravens as a team as a collective whole we love lamar jackson on this podcast and we want him to just throw 17 touchdown passes each week because every week that he plays the dollar signs are only going up 
that they're going to have to pay this. Correct. Man. So pay that I, man. Exactly. They can't pay him now because he's like, you know what? I'm just going to prove to you that I yep. am worth every single dollar that you should. They paid Deshaun Watson. You should be paying me. So give me Ravens minus one and a half at the half. That's a lot to say there versus the. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. My next pick, um, I flip flop between longest rush and uh, his over total on the rushing yards. Um, this guy's hit at least gotten at least seventy yards rushing in four straight weeks since. Uh, who was the starter in San Francisco before? Trey Lance. No, for the running back. Oh, uh, Elijah Mitchell. Before Elijah Mitchell got hurt, or since Elijah Mitchell got hurt, Jeff Wilson Jr.'s gotten at least 70 yards rushing in four straight weeks. Give me Jeff Wilson Jr. over 65 and a half rushing yards, minus 120. That total, is, a, I feel like, is a little low. The Falcons aren't a very good running defense. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Um, as we saw last week with Leonard Fournette going just absolutely bonkers on him. Uh, but, yeah, I think Jeff Wilson Jr. hits this total pretty easily. Um, my side note is over under on the, his longest rush is 15 and a half yards. That was my original pick, but I switched to his total. Um, I don't know. I just – which is probably means he's going to bust off a 20-yard run his first carry, and then he's just, you know – He's either going to roll an ankle or pull his hamstring. And uh, I'm just, this is going to be an L for me, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part's going to be if, like, he rushes for, like, you know, a 50 yard run and then just pulls the hammy and then just is off (laughs) some red. Some random shit. I, that's, it's going to be funny because, you know, you come off one of those weeks where you're 6-0 and and, like, watch every bet, like, come within just a moment of, of hitting. But, um it's it's the like you think coming off a week like that, and you know you you temper your expectations because you're not going to go undefeated every week, right? And yeah. you're feeling confident, and I know you did after going four and zero a couple weeks in a row, but now after going six and zero, I'm I like my bets, but now I'm just looking at them like this is going to lose, and this is going to lose, and this is going to lose. <laughs> it's the opposite of confidence in yourself. It is pretty funny. Okay, so. I am uh, I'm throwing a curveball mid podcast because all week I've been looking at a specific number that um, I really want to tackle, but I couldn't because they didn't have a number out and I just saw the number. They just made it live. So I'm adding to my bets for the week. And I know that's oh. I'm adding to my bets because of this. So um, last week I hit the Romeo Dobbs over. Um, I think it was like over 18 and a half yard reception. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the against the Giants because the Giants had given up 14. Now they've given up 16 because they gave up a 30 yard pass to Dobbs, which are to Cobb, which I mean, you, if you let that 98 year old man just hey. obliterate you like that. Hey, don't talk about golden eyes like that on this podcast. We are Randall Cobb stands here. Go Cats. 
Um, oh, I didn't. I didn't. For some reason, I didn't know he was a cat. Uh, I, I apologize. <laughs> I, I apologize for that. Um, I'm pulling. Uh, so this this is me throwing a curveball because I'm I'm in the process of pulling up some numbers right now. So I love. I didn't love Mark Andrews's number because that's the only number that was live at first. And Mark Andrews's was over 22 and a half. I didn't love that number a lot, but. Devin Duvernay is live now at over 18 and a half. I love this number, and I'll tell you why. He himself, the last, the first five games of the season, over 25-yard catch, 26, 21, 21, 20, 21. So five straight games, my man has hit this number. So give me him hitting this prop over 18 and a half, longest reception this week against the Giants. He will be the 17th, 17th guy to get over his total um, for longest reception. I love this number like so much. Andrews was at 22 and a half. I didn't love that one, but this one being at 18 and a half is perfect for me to add to the fold. So give me that Duvernay over 18 and a half. Now, on top of that, this does make Clarkson and I even with seven picks this week, even though he's had one. Um, so I feel good about that now too. You know, we're even Steven. Even though yeah, he's already I, won or not. So. I, I, I just feel, you know. You're feeling it. Dirty, yeah. Because that that Thursday night under was one of that. I could, that should have been like my super duper lock of the year or whatever. So that I mean, it was that was the easiest bet I've ever made in my life. Um, <laughs> yeah. My my next pick. Um, uh, I'm a little confused by the line. I know the the Bills are a good football team, really good football team. They're probably the favorites in the AFC right now, but I think I saw where I, Pat, this is the first time that Patrick Mahomes is a home underdog in his career. Wow. Uh, and the line when I got it uh, Thursday is Chiefs plus three and a half at home. I think this is going to be a shootout. I think it's going to come probably come down to who's got the ball last. Um, and I think I just don't see this being more than a field goal game either way. Um, but I, I just betting against Pat Mahomes at home is a recipe for disaster. So give me the Chiefs plus three and a half uh, against the Bills. Yeah, it's it's one of the like it's literally the first line you and I talked about. Like we, it's yeah. literally when we looked at this week's lines, it was the first line that really stood out to me. Um, because you remember, like we talked about several times on the show, you get three points at home, no matter who you are. That's an automatic give. So you're so that means you're swinging the bills at five and a half point favorites really here, because, again, you get three points at home. So it's the full swing of the plus of the minus three for the Chiefs all the way to minus two and a half for the bills. And it's not like the Chiefs have played terrible. You know what I mean? Like they've had literally like one bad game all year. And that was against a Colts team that we're not sure is even a football team or not. You know what I mean? Like that's, <laughs> and if you think about it, I mean, the same can be said for the, the bills. They lost a, a, a game against the Dolphins where they 100 percent should have won that football game. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's, you know, I very confused by this. Um, I don't know. I, I like the Chiefs this week to even win the football game. Like, I do. And and, um, and you, I, you feel crazy even saying that because you're like, I, what is going on? <laughs> exactly. Like, I sound like an idiot, right? You know what I mean? We sound like idiots right now just thinking about the idea of not, you know, the Chiefs should be – even if the line is 
you know, Chiefs minus one or Chiefs minus two and a half, you know, or minus two or something like that. It's it's crazy to even think that you're right, an underdog Chiefs, which makes me even like this bet even more because it's like you're giving it sounds stupid, but you're giving that ammunition of, you know, we're underdogs in our house type of, you know, narrative or whatever you want to say. So which is the perfect segue because I've got a bet in this game. Uh, Marquez Valdez scandling um, over 45 and a half yards uh, receiving this week. Um, he's hit this number in uh, three straight games. Um, he hasn't become exactly the most, you know, he's not the go-to guy. Obviously he's not Kelsey, which Kelsey's coming off one of the strangest um, <laughs> games in the history of NFL. Um, you know, he had 25 yards, but had four touchdown catches. Uh, I very, still very confused by that, but Valdez scantling has looked good. I mean, he's got, you know, targets in the last four games, seven, seven, five, and eight. So he's being looked at. Um, he hit 90 yards last week, 63 the week before, 48 the week before. I like the 45 and a half. I think that these teams are going to be throwing the ball, obviously, a lot. You know what I mean? We're talking about a football team that are going to throw the ball probably 45, 50 times in this game. You're going to see the Rock thrown around. Probably we'll end up getting like a 10 to 7 game because we're talking about this. But, you know. <laughs> But I like MVS to hit this prop relatively easy. I think that he's going to go for easily 65, 70 yards. And and I like him here. I like him on DFS. I like him in, if you start him in fantasy. He's starting to become the guy that everybody thought Juju Smith-Schuster would be for this team. Um, Valdez-Scantling was pretty good in, um, in Green Bay. So I, I um, he's averaging, I think, like 13 yards a catch. So you can't be mad about that. He's averaging 51 yards a a game. So, you know, he's averaging more than, you know, his prop is right now, 45 and a half. So give me that number right now. I like it a lot. So um, you have one more for your prop or you have your, pro- are you ready for your lock? Yeah, I've got, I've only got the lock left. So you go on ahead and give your last yeah. pick for locks. I, I'm going back to the well, I'm going back to this well again. I, I think that this team, it's not that this team is overachieving. I'm not saying that. I, I think that they're a very good football team. Um, our last three bets are are all on the same game, so that's that's fun here in in all in ourselves. But give me the Dallas Cowboys plus seven and a half against the Eagles. Um, the Cowboys are playing some incredible defense, and I think if there is a team that can keep Hurts in the pocket and make him throw the ball, I think it's going to be the Cowboys. And it's not to say that Hertz can't beat you with his arm, but I think that he's a little bit more flexible whenever he's able to get out of the pocket, get back in the pocket scenario. So for me, I really like this number. I like the Cowboys to keep it close, even with Cooper Rush. I I just, the Cowboys have covered 10 of their last 11 home games. So, um, I mean, uh, road games, sorry. I like this number a lot for the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys plus seven and a half against the Eagles. Um, speaking of the Eagles, your lock of the week is? Uh, my lock of the week is Dallas, Philadelphia, over 41 and a half points. Um, I know Ricky was just talking about how, you know, good the, the Cowboys have looked on defense the entire year. What's surprising to me, which I just confirmed, they've scored, the Cowboys have scored at least 20 points in every game that Cooper Rush has started. Um, so even if, I mean, you could easily see a 24-20 game, 24-21, whatever, and you're covering this over. Um, the Eagles' offenses look great. They're going to look 
or they're going to get tested very much so by this Cowboys defense. But I still think you're you're going to get, you know, a few touchdowns on either side of the ball here. Um, and like I said, it's 41 and a half right now, um, which seems low to me um, just because of how these two teams have scored points. I know the, the the Cowboys, their first game of the year with Dak, when he got hurt, they only scored three points against the Bucks. But every game since then, they've scored at least 20 points. So, I don't know. It seems that 41 – it just seems low. So, give me over 41.5 Eagles against the Cowboys. I like it. I like it a lot. And, and speaking of a team that you have mentioned scoring those 20 points since Cooper Cup is in the office – here I um, there's one bet that this is one that I am very confused by. I understand we're talking about Cooper Cup. I understand we're talking about a team that has been up and down, but we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys line right now. Total touchdowns, total touchdowns, is at minus one forty for over one and a half. I don't understand this number. This t- this number should be like an over two and a half with the plus money being on that over two and a half, and then the under getting like like minus you know minus one. 40 or something like that, but I'm getting the Dallas Cowboys over team total touchdowns of over one and a half. I like it a lot. I just, this is a no brainer. You're telling me the Cowboys aren't going to score two touchdowns against the Eagles. I don't care if Troy Aikman is coming out of retirement with his overrated ass and throwing touchdown passes. The Cowboys are going to score two touchdowns this week. You can book it. You can guarantee it. And I love (laughs) it because really that over two and a half or one and a half touchdowns equates into your bet as well. So it's kind of killing two birds with one stone as we see, more and more points in this game. Look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I would not be surprised if we see a Dallas Cowboys win this week. I really wouldn't. And I know it sounds crazy to even suggest, but um, I'm I'm really, really, really liking it. And just real quick, I just saw this on DraftKings. Um, they're doing a DK special for the week, which is A.J. Brown and C.D. Lamb both to record 40-plus receiving yards at minus 150. That's actually kind of crazy. It's a hell of a bet, actually. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that is my final bet. Um, if you feel like you know trusting our 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 instincts on these bets right here, you can parlay in the same game parlay of the forty one and a half. We're not suggesting it, but we'll probably end up doing it just because that's what we do. But <laughs> over forty one and a half, over one and a half total touchdowns, and the Cowboys plus seven and a half, seven and a half will get you plus two thirty five on a same game parlay. So. All right, as we do each and every week, before we go, Clarkson is going to share his picks. I'm going to share my picks, and then we're going to get off the air. So go ahead, Mr. Clarkson. The floor is yours. All right, so my first pick of the week, New England against Cleveland, under 21.5 total points in the first half. Uh, I think this game is going to be a slog. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a ton of points scored in this game. Both defenses are actually pretty good um, in the Patriots are good at stopping what the Browns do best, which is running the ball. Um, second pick, Cooper Cup, over seven and a half receptions. Um, he's had seven catches in four out of five games, 11 or more in three of those. Um, the numbers minus 135. I think this is a pretty easy bet. He's the only guy really that you can count on in that Rams offense. Uh, my, set, my third bet, Geno Smith, over one and a half touchdown passes. He's uh, hit this four out of five weeks. Um, I think it's a pr- pretty easy bet. And like I said earlier, he's making Pete Carroll look like an absolute genius. Um, my fourth pick is Jeff Wilson Jr. over 65 and a half rushing yards. 
He's hit 70 or more in four straight weeks since he became the starter when Elijah Mitchell went down. Um, my fifth pick, Chiefs plus three and a half at home against the Bills. This I just don't understand the conventional wisdom behind Patrick Mahomes being an underdog at home. It doesn't make sense to me or, like Ricky said, to him either. And my lock of the week is Dallas against Philadelphia over 41 and a half total points. Um, you just get a normal game from either from both teams, and you're going to hit this pretty easily. Um, Dallas is looking competent offensively with Cooper with Cooper Rush uh, under center. <clears throat> he doesn't make mistakes. Uh, he's been a really really good backup quarterback. I don't think there's going to be any quarter quarterback controversy when Dak comes back. You don't pay that guy that much money and not give him the keys back. But give me Dallas against Philadelphia over forty one and a half. Uh, as my lock. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm, I'm feeling more and more confident with some of my picks. Um, so I look forward to going like 0 and 7 or something. I don't know. Like I said, <laughs> I said this off the air and was hit on the air. I would love, I would sacrifice a 0 and 7 week betting if we could just get the Phillies to beat the Braves today. Go Phillies. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. Now for my uh, looks like seven picks of the week, I believe I have now. So give me the Ravens minus one and a half um, at the end of the first half. Give me Rogers over one and a half uh, total touch TD, uh, TD touchdown pass. Let me start over again. Ravens minus one and a half at the end of the first half. Give me Rogers over one and a half touchdown passes. Vikings over two and a half total touchdowns. Marquez Valdez Gantling over 45 and a half uh, receiving yards. Give me um, Devin Duvernay over 18 and a half yards for his longest reception. And give me the Cowboys plus seven and a half. And then the lock of the week is Cowboys over one and a half total touchdowns. I love this bet a lot. And as we mentioned before, um, all of our bets are one unit. And of course, our locks of the week are two units. So, I'm very, very excited for this week of football. As we mentioned, we are 2016 and two on the season. So we hope you're following along because last week we clean swept. It was a hell of a week at nine, two and one. We are starting to find our mojo, which is what we did last year in the NFL. If anybody that follows us last year, we started off a little bit struggling. And I think once we get baseball, that hump of baseball off our back and we can shift fully to football, I think that's where we kind of start finding our mojo. So I'm excited about that a lot. And um, thank God baseball season's over because it is a chore to find. <laughs> we had a hell of a year, but it's yeah. nice to focus in it's, on one sport at a time. <laughs> it's a slog. And uh, my favorite thing, two things before we head out. I just read the tweet that you put out for our show. I didn't realize that you had put in there that you wanted to talk about Zaddy Wilson. So that cracked me up. Uh, and secondly, I know we're focusing on football for the next couple of weeks, but college basketball is about here. We've only got a couple of weeks left until college basketball starts. So look for me to start shifting a little bit of my focus to college basketball. Cause that's my sport of choice after it's, it goes one A and one B's college basketball, baseball, and then football after that. So, uh, Big Blue Madness was last night, the official kickoff to college basketball season. So uh, can't wait for that to start to start up. Look for my preview here coming up uh, and go Cats. 
Go Cats 100%. And if you want to head on over to Twitter to see me getting dragged by every human being known to man for my apparently awful take on one of the worst movies I've ever seen, um, Halloween Ends, people are having a field day with me. Because in what I thought would just be a normal tweet, I have gotten about, uh, hang on, let me see. I'm up to 31 quote tweets. And let me when I say quote tweets, I promise you not a lot have been very nice. Uh, I am up to 70 or 98 replies and 76 quote tweets. And if you want to have a good time, just head on over to Twitter, follow me at Ricky Villar underscore. And some of these are some of the funniest things I have read because I don't take any of them to heart. I just think it's hilarious. And the movie was got awful. So if you're looking for some fun movie takes and you're looking for some people making fun of me. Um, you know, this is the most fun I've had with reviews since uh, Bill Burr. And if you know, you know, folks. So with that being said, follow my buddy on uh, Twitter, Chris Clarkson 91. Follow me at Ricky Villar underscore. Make sure to follow the pod, FF Happy Hour Pod, the original fantasy football happy hour podcast for those of you out there. Um, We will be back next week. I look forward to um, gallivanting on the show as I am 7-0. And unless the Phillies win today, I don't care. I, I mean, I will literally say, look, guys, I'm sorry we lost money last week, but I prayed to the gods that I said the Phillies could win and I would go 0-7. So if that happens, you know why. So just <laughs> if the Phillies win, actually just fade me this week because there's a strong possibility. <laughs> like it, it, The good thing we know is the Phillies play today. So or this is Saturday when we're recording. So if for some reason the Phillies do win, I would maybe fade me this week. I don't know. So but with that being said, a lot of good football on the slate today. Um, go Alabama because fuck the Vols. Exactly.